This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. So you've had quite a journey. Yeah, it's taken a while to get here. It's funny, I felt nothing but relief the day I got told that I had, the day I got the actual confirmation that I had MS though. Yeah, just the relief of getting an answer to something, was it? Yeah, 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 that period of time between being told that you might have it and you've definitely got it, I think is probably actually the worst experience I've had in terms of how I felt towards MS the whole time. Don't get me wrong, I have my bad days and stuff now, but that period of being in limbo was just horrible. It was awful. It's the no certainty over anything, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, okay. And what do you think are the biggest positive things that you've learned about yourself since you've been diagnosed? I would say, I think probably the most positive thing that I feel about myself now is just kind of like, it sounds really cheesy, but that whole thing of like, I am enough. Like after I got through the initial shock of feeling like my body had let me down in one of the worst ways possible, it was like I finally learned to like myself, accept myself and just be happy with who I am. Like nothing was ever good enough for me. Like I always worked so hard, like flat out. I was constantly in the gym. I was just just constantly go, 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 go and always pushing to be better because I didn't think I was good enough as I was and I was just and it, I realized that it's only me putting me under that intense pressure mm-hmm. and I think MS was a real wake-up call to to slow the hell down and just take life at a slower pace and realizing sometimes good is good enough it's only you putting you under this pressure Joe. just chill out just chill out and I think that's it I think I have a far easier pace of life now and I'm just just happy which is quite a big thing to say about such a terrible diagnosis with your health. Absolutely. And did you arrive at that realisation just through thinking about it? Or did you go and talk to anybody, any counselling um, or anything? I didn't. The, well, I, the only counselling I had, funnily enough, was I almost, I, I kind of, I did email counselling online. So my employer has a really good employee assistance programme. So I got in touch with those and you can get free confidential counselling. You can either have it face to face or by email. And I actually did it by email through that weird limbo period where I didn't know if I was going to get diagnosed. Well, I kind of knew I was going to end up getting diagnosed with MS, but I just felt forgotten by the system and everything (laughs) else. And they were absolutely brilliant. And I think in some ways it sort of prepped me for being able to kind of take what was to come. And I would say it's only over the last couple of years, well, it's taken two, it's two years past diagnosis now. And I would say at the end of the first year, I'd started to see the positives the last year's been tough as well because it is like learning to live with that new normal and I think I'm finally getting to that point now where I'm starting to balance the do something positive with it and not let it define you but it's difficult yeah Um, and a lot of people talk about the whole I don't want to be defined by it but that's a really hard thing when you live with it at the same time isn't it yeah and actually 
and it's that thing of like being defined by it is difficult it's like it's more like you can't let it define you but Mm -hmm. you can you can be defined by it if you do positive stuff with it um and it is it's just trying to work out that right place so I talk a lot on my social media about MS like I've not done anything this week because it is MS awareness week but last month in MS awareness month I was putting posts on nearly every other day like of me and stories and stuff and I think for me that's quite a healthy cathartic thing to do and I get a lot from that in terms of my coping with MS and things like that but then at the same time I'm like I don't want to saturate my social media with it because I care about it but not everybody else cares quite as much as I do Mm. but at the same time they are interested and it kind of opens that door for people to get curious about about my condition and ask me questions about MS and that's really positive so it's just getting that balance right of it not being the thing you talk about all the time but at the same time it is a big part of you so it's absolutely okay to talk about it yeah you are using the definition of who you are now to do something with it that's really good so something else that I'd asked you to think about beforehand was if a friend of yours had been diagnosed with MS what would you say to them well welcome to the tribe (laughs) (laughs) but like if, if we're being serious about it I think MS, MS isn't necessarily the image that you conjure up so you you I think you automatically think and I certainly did the only people I knew with MS suffer quite badly with it and that I think is most people's vision of it if they don't know better and so the first thing I'd say is like it's not necessarily what as bad as you think it as, as it can be and I, I really don't feel like I'm articulating this well but it's it's not necessarily you're going to end up in a wheelchair, for example. Medication's the best it's ever been, and many people do continue to live relatively normal lives. That doesn't mean to say it's easy because it's really not. It's an absolute roller coaster, and it just takes time to adjust to your new normal. And you will find a way of doing things, but you can still live a fairly normal life. But you have to allow yourself to feel however you need to feel. And it's things like I've just got back to going to the gym. I've not been exercising properly for the last two years. But I've now sort of started to realise it's that thing of you just have to take more breaks and you have to do it at your pace and you don't have to keep up with other people. And it's it is it's just finding it's finding who you are again. And that's difficult. And it's a journey that you just have to go on and feel it. But coming back to the first first thing that you said it's definitely doesn't have to be like the people that you've seen and I think you've probably as well touched on this as we were talking before we started recording about the fact that it's so invisible yeah as well you know and people just don't know yeah and you know you will always have to face the people that just don't get it as well and that's okay it's not their job to get it really it's my condition it's not that person's over there they they don't need to understand it but you do want a bit of empathy from people and it's that just you know what people say the wrong thing and it's not it's not with any bad intention and it's just I think one of the biggest things I would say to somebody is just people will say things and it doesn't mean anything so you need to get the chip off your shoulder (laughs) that's really really blunt but it's one of the things that I've learned that you can't take saying something so to heart or so seriously because they don't mean it that way yeah and it is these battles yeah and I think you and I sound like we're quite similar on that one and I know in my mind I, I always replay I've just got a few phrases that I always replay and 
I tell myself, look, they just don't understand and that's okay. And you just have to let it go sometimes, hard though it might be. Um, And just, yeah, yeah, you have these little key phrases that you can use to help yourself in your own brain chatter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, we know that if we start getting bogged down with stuff like that, that can trigger a relapse and it's just don't get stressed try not to sweat the small stuff and I know that's so difficult because MS is not small stuff it's massive but it's just a case you have to take each day as it comes because every single day is different absolutely absolutely it's very unknown from day to day and do you think you've gained anything since your diagnosis of MS yeah quite a lot I've um, I've gained <laughs> so many friends all with MS or relate or have a connection to MS in some way so I go to um, my local therapy centre it's a huge part of my MS life as it were Um, we're not affiliated with uh, the MS society we're all self-funded so we do a lot of our own fundraising as well and things like that and the people I've met there my life my path would never have crossed with any of those had I not been diagnosed with MS but they're all great and they just help you through and they get it and that and that's the main thing and I just think the other thing is just like this, just this intense gratitude for those people that are close to me, in particular, like my partner, I often get emotional when I talk about him on the subject of MS, because he's just been amazing from the day that they told me that I have MS right up to just every day now. And just the people around me that I feel like, oh, you've stuck by me and you don't treat me any different and you're just supportive and you're great. It's just, it's, it blows my mind. And to realise actually that you can gain stuff from this diagnosis and this unknown future. It's not all doom and gloom. No, you know, and, no it's not. Lovely group of support people and your therapist and learning new things. Yeah, and I think it's that, it's just that thing you just have to I think the other thing I always said is that I can't let it just happen to me I've got to try and do something positive with it because it's the only way I won't it won't send me mad you know Mm. Um, so what are you trying to do with it that's positive are you doing um are you helping other people with it yeah so it's just even like you put I put out a blog and somebody will send and then somebody will track me down on social media and they'll send me a message and they'll be like oh thank you so much that's really helped me and that in itself is just so lovely but last year I was really really lucky I managed to get a space on the MS sessions which is run by shift at the charity shift MS and the European multiple uh, can't get my words out <laughs> the European multiple sclerosis platform and it's called it's called the MS Sessions. It's for young MSs, so anybody under forty with MS. And it was in Bucharest, mm-hmm. which is in Romania. I had a proper little moment there. I couldn't remember where it was. Um, in so Romania, did you go so, there? We, so you went out yes. to Romania. Yeah, and it was just it was just incredible to be with people a similar age to me with MS that just got it the second day was all about how can you bring that kind of young community back to to where you live in your local area so something that I really want to do at my local MS centre is to try and create something for younger people because the opening times at the moment are in the week during work hours full-time workers can't benefit from that amazing thing of having a, a network of people around you that have got MS they get it and you can just you can go to them and you can moan when you're having a bad day and they're like yeah yeah I know exactly what you're saying because everyone else with the best in the world they'll do that but they can't they can't relate to it and you don't expect them to 
So that's something I'm looking I'm looking to do for young MSs in my local area. I think that's great. I think that's such a valuable thing to be doing, Joe. It really is. Well done. Thinking Thanks. about all that. So and you know, any help with spreading the word, I think we just need to get the word out and let you know, let people know what you're doing. So what area is it that you're trying to cover? So it's in Wigan, so it's Wigan MS, Wigan MS Therapy Centre, but anyone local to that area is more than welcome to come. So St Helens just down the road, Bolton not far, people that are willing to travel there are more than welcome to come. Okay, and is it just people under 40 that you're wanting to try and appeal to? Yeah, I mean, I am trying to appeal to a young, a younger kind of, uh, uh, target a younger kind of audience. But at the same time, I think that then excludes people that maybe are older than 40, but still work full time. So my target audience is more the kind of people that are still in full time work because they're the ones that can't benefit from the centre at weekends, for example. Okay, that's really, really good. Well done. Thank you. So we're getting towards the end of the interview one of the things that I'd like to finish with is asking you if you could be anywhere in the world with your favorite drink where would you be and what would you be drinking I think I would be by the sea not necessarily in my bikini on the beach but by the sea and the temperature would have to be about 19 degrees because anything above or below I don't really function very well which I'm sure you can relate to <laughs> yeah okay. um, probably a nice G&T I very am a gin good. girl fabulous yeah. fabulous yeah so, oh that yeah. has been wonderful Joe. thank you so much for sharing with us your diagnosis story. And um, I look forward to seeing how things grow with the young people in Wigan. Yeah, I'll keep you informed, but thanks for having me on. Oh no, really exciting. Thanks for everything. Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for The MS Show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to The MS Show podcast.